the the security cams have you. They know who you are. They yeah. try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not surprising if if they're, if they're not able to do it this well. They're certainly trying in a totalitarian state. But what are you talking about? So when uh, they show a busy intersection and people are walking around, and uh, uh, next to each person there are these little Chinese symbols and everything like that, and that's uh, various facial recognition, location recognition stuff, software and cameras, and putting this is what the person's name is, this is what their political affiliation is, this is their age, this no. is what they're up to, and they're just monitoring everybody constantly. I read a futuristic novel that had that very feature, every light pole. Yeah. It would display that information. And and if if they, they may have that in China, in the big cities, if they don't, they're working on it, and we'll probably have it in the United States if we don't already. Uh, in my lifetime, which is freaking frightening. But the reason I brought that up is I would like to wear wear Google glasses that have this. And when there's something like National Taco Day, like I walk up to somebody and it puts up in the corner of my eye, this is the sort of person that takes National Taco Day seriously. Oh, yeah, that would be good going like into those the conversation. People, I would like yeah. those people marked. Like thinks it's a real thing. <laughs> I was going to say it brings taco to work, tacos to work, but uh, that would actually be kind of cool. I just, I just, I want that sort of recognition. Yeah, that would be good. Mm-hmm. Maybe even just their IQ. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that Chinese thing. You ought to check it out. It might be fake. I don't know. Is it? Can anybody look and see if that's fake or not? Uh, I've seen several articles from from cursory Google searches that seem to be very real. It's not Funny hard to believe. A, a totalitarian government would be extra interested in that technology. How odd. Uh, Jack, by the way, thank you, and I mean this sincerely, for using the term Google Glasses and not saying Google Glass, like I'm, a glass hole. <laughs> I mean, if if the Titleist Corporation starts saying our new uh, golf clubs, you just call them Golf Club. I'm not even doing it! <laughs> just because you say, oh no, that's the Titleist Golf Club. There are 14 of them. It's Golf Club, not clubs. That doesn't mean I have to effing do it. Oi! I'm wearing my Kid Rock for U.S. Senate hat that I got from the Kid Rock for U.S. Senate website. It came wadded up in a little box, <laughs> but it's starting to get its form back. Mr. Rock, you can do better. Yeah, it is a tad lopsided, isn't yeah. it? Um, You could do better for your constituency. That's a little at odds with your image as the working man, the everyman. The T-shirt's cool. I'll wear that a different day. I thought wearing the T-shirt and the hat might be a little much. <laughs> oh, I disagree. Um, what t- What does the T-shirt say? Just the same as the hat. Kid Rock for U.S. Senate? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get my wife. My wife wants one. so She thinks it'd be fun. Huh. I love the idea. Uh, percentage uh, sincere, percentage uh, ironic of, of your wearing it? Uh, 50-50. Hmm. My wife uh, thinks it'd be funny, even though she finds Kid Rock gross and says so do all her friends. So. <laughs> He is a little gross. Yeah. He yeah. looks like he'd smell. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's um, that's gross. <laughs> that's such a funny expression. Where'd that come from? What's that? Gross. Oh, I don't know. My kids use it. Yeah. It means large. It means a dozen dozen. It means icky. Speaking of my kids, I've been meaning to mention this, and we're just killing time. I don't know why we're killing time. Well, I got all sorts of stuff no, over here, but I, I'm less interested in that and what you're about to say, so go ahead. So we, uh, we're watching some TV on the Netflix yesterday for kids' shows. Some of them are good, some of them are bad, like Netflix original series. Some of them are freaking fantastic, educational, humorous, uh, artistic. I like them all around. Some of them are just crap. Mm. I mean, just crap. And every once in a while, my kids watch one of those, and I shut it down because it's just, it has no art, educational value, artistic value. It's not funny. It's not. It's nothing. It's just crap, mm. anti crap. But um, so they're watching this educational one that was really good. It's got some really cool, like hip, 
uh, song. Well, it's like that taco song, but they're learning things, and they're either rap songs or they're... Uh... You learn something in the taco song. <laughs> exactly. Hmm. And it's about, like, there was one about tooth decay the other day. This particular one was about evaporation and how water evaporates and then falls again from Fantastic. the sky. Fantastic. But so these water drops uh, went up in the sky, and then they're parachuting back down to Earth, and they're jumping out of the clouds with parachutes. <laughs> And they're all jumping out and screaming as they fall down. And one guy, one of the raindrops jumps out of the cloud and screams, Yippee-yay, Mother Nature! <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. Uh, a little wink at the uh, mom's dad's there. Well played. I thought that was funny. That is pretty funny. funny. That's great. Uh, so, uh, listen, that 538.com thing on uh, on the guns and everything. I'm tired of talking about guns and death and hate and... And blood and war and, and as it's Congress and the rest of it. I really, really am. I found that very, very interesting, though. Um, I don't know. Are you in the mood? Do it tomorrow? Do Maybe it. tomorrow. The, the conversation's going to be ongoing at least for a little while because the, uh, there's, there's a lot of movement toward doing something. The problem is Tucker Carlson got in this argument with a couple of people last night on his show. What is the something that would have stopped this? Using this as an opportunity to do stump something that will stop something else? Okay, you can make that argument, but let's let's say that out loud mm-hmm. and not claim that that would have stopped this. Yeah. Because uh, that oftentimes is, uh, is what's going on. Yeah, I will tell you this. If we could all agree that they're not coming for all your guns, because they can't and they won't. They would never get the momentum... You got the Constitution, you got the courts on your side. They're not going to come for your guns. And over there on the other side, people who say no to your various gun control ideas, it's not because they're in the pocket of the NRA or they like dead people. It's because a lot of your arguments are wildly flawed. They're just factually incorrect. Hillary's stuff about silencers the other day was hilariously wrong on several counts. Technical, practical, etc. It was just wrong. And we've got to get past this. We got to get what is it? What was that quote uh, not too long ago that the the outer five percent on every issue have hijacked the conversation? I can't that's remember Sean's thing. Hey, that's one of mine. You stole it. You <laughs> quoting thief. Sean? That's uh, I'm going to be armed against Sean's thievery. Um, but yeah, it's just I'm just tired of it. Just tired of it. Some people make a living ratcheting that sort of thing up. Then I think they go to their their golf clubs or whatever, and they laugh um, at their listeners. But, you know, whatever. First Amendment, I cherish it. How many politicians do you think are uh, contemptuous of their voters? The majority of their voters. 30 of them. Ah, contemptuous. Hmm. Uh, You know me. I'm a pain in the ass. Mm. Okay, I'll just, for once in my life, I'll answer your question. (laughs) Without, Without quibbling. 90. Really? 90. Wow. Now, here's the quibble, though. Wow. You can have a realistic view of humanity that says nuanced arguments are a complete waste of time in a, in a democracy or in a republic. You, you can't reach people with that. That's dumb. What you have to do is connect with simple people in a simple way, get their vote, and then do the nuanced stuff. Is that contemptuous, or is that just realistic? Well, then I guess I should ask, going back to the uh, earlier where you just answered the question. Um, yeah, it's a rarity. I'm <laughs> glad you were all here to hear it. What percentage of the politicians should be contemptuous of their voters? Would you agree it's as high? Well, because a lot of voters are just... 
We got to. You're we, barely paying attention. I've, I've got my footing back, and I'm going to be a pain in the ass. How are we <laughs> defining contempt? I know. I know. A lot of people. Well, they think just... they got to pander to them. They got to talk down. They got to dumb it up. They got to. 98. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people just walk around, and this is this is what's in their head all day. Now it's in my head now. Crank it. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. That is good. <laughs> I have no idea what we were talking about. Uh, boy. The, oh, the, yo. the dumb and, argument over guns on both sides right. at the extremes and contemptuous of your voter and blah, blah, blah. Well, and here's one point I'm at pains to make and have made many times and will again. The idea is that the government isn't so omnipresent and complex that no voter can comprehend it. What, what voter can comprehend all the issues and all the things the government does? Nobody. 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 Which is not the friggin' idea. Government is a is a unfortunate necessity in a few aspects of life. That's the idea. You've got an example of them stealing our money? Super duper. Uh, I do. I do indeed. A, a, a true life listener account about the way government spends your money. This is a more nuanced approach from Michael where the singer is named Taco on National Taco Day. Yeah, National Taco Day. There you go. He doesn't have contempt for you, my friends. Exactly. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. An arrow collars, white spats, and lots of dollars. NBC News will not be issuing an apology to America, as the president is calling for, uh, because again, gotta underscore, the secretary did not refute directly some of the key points in your piece. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if the president were to accept our reporting as true, which it is, he would essentially have to fire Rex Tillerson. And to be pushed into doing something like that at this time, when he really can't afford to lose another top cabinet official, would be really problematic for him. That's the NBC reporter who worked on the story. They got all the attention this morning that Tillerson behind closed doors called the president a moron and was going to quit. She's saying the story is true, and um, so there you have it. Yeah, okay, all right. You know her her information may be uh, may have some truth to it. It's third hand at best. I think he Tillerson isn't talking. Who he called the president a moron to allegedly isn't talking, except maybe through her. So it's third hand at best. I think he didn't seriously consider resigning. I think he did call the president a moron to some people in a meeting. And if that gets out, does he have to be fired? I mean, he might have to be if it got if it actually if he admitted to it. It'd just be weird. Yeah, it would be weird. It, it would be. Although, what if he said, "I lost my head." Yeah, I used the word. I don't think he's a moron. I didn't think it at the time. I was just mad. That'd be fun. Who among us? Well, most of us. <laughs> I was going to say, who among us wouldn't accept that and say, yeah, I've done that myself. No, that's a, not in Washington, D.C., where fake manufactured outrage is, is practically, you know, it's taking the place of nitrogen in the air. They breathe the oxygen, but the rest of it is fake outrage. So I mentioned this video that came out recently of Chinese surveillance of their population, specifically in their big cities. In this particular video, it's in Beijing. And I was wondering if it's true or not. It certainly seems to be true. It came from the Chinese. China. It was the Chinese 
showing their citizens what a good job they can do of keeping people safe. Ah. Uh, or letting them know <laughs> we're watching you, so don't think you can get away with anything. Wait a minute. A government using safety as an excuse for oppression? How interesting. And so in China, everyone is given a photo national ID by the age of 16. The data is stored in the Chinese government database, and now with facial recognition, recognition software, the uh, the cameras can track you around, and they immediately put up on the screen, like, it had a busy intersection. People walking this way, that way, down the sidewalks, and right next to them with these, these little numbers and symbols. And it's like you, your age, your sex, your your name, your uh, your political affiliation, your any any crimes you've been accused of or done in the past. Your they golf got all that handicap, right? right? It's it's pretty interesting. China began highest build- game you've ever played in bowling. Uh, the system covers, for instance, one hundred percent of Beijing as of twenty fifteen, and they're trying to get it across the whole country. The newly released surveillance video is part of Skynet. Uh Aimed at hunting down corrupt suspects abroad is what they originally started it with. But sure, we know corrupt. how that all works. Corrupt, according to the communist oppressors. Mission creep happens everywhere, <laughs> and now the facial recognition technology is being used to identify jaywalkers. Um, for <laughs> instance, wow, wow, really had a big, big, big crime, big thing. You got to have the federal government. Uh, Cracking down on jaywalking. It's a crime with his own punishment, as far as I'm concerned. In China, in Beijing, facial recognition is even being used in public restrooms. For example... Oh, why? In restrooms at Beijing's Temple of Heaven Park, you have your face scanned before a machine spits out a 24-inch strip of toilet paper. It will not dispense more to the same person until nine minutes have passed, which in my case would not be a problem. Not uh, good. Wow. <laughs> so the government knows when you poo? In 2015, China moved ahead with its plan of social credit system, better known as the Citizen Score, which we've talked about before. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is amazing. Which was linked to 1.3 billion Chinese citizens' national ID cards, cards and scored each citizen on their behavior. You've got a score on how good a citizen you are in a databank somewhere, and now they can put that score up next to your face as you walk across the street. And I suppose a computer alerts somebody that says, oh, we got a 12 over there, or whatever the bad score is. Right. Just keep an eye on him. See if he's trying to organize a protest. Or, or stay away from him. Sean, is that from the article that you were talking about, Sean? Yes. Are we stealing Jack's Thunder? A citizen score thing? Yeah. A citizen okay, score tied to credit scores can actually go down if, for instance, you've got a friend in social media that it did or, or said something the government considered inappropriate. So if I'm a friend with you on Facebook, you say something anti-government, my score goes down. Obviously, your score would go down. Right, because you're associating with an anti-government uh, insurgent, yeah. a, a counter-revolutionary, a running dog of American capitalism. But if you've got nothing to hide, what's the problem? Oh, Jesus, this is scary stuff. Right, exactly. I have nothing to hide. I don't mean mind the government watching me. Other examples of surveillance surveillance in China, taxicabs are fitted with video cameras and satellite technology that tra- transmits a live audio feed. Of That's is, just so they can play cash cab. Of what is being <laughs> said in the cab back to a computer for monitoring and linguistic analysis. Wow. See if anybody's saying anything anti-government. Wow. I don't have anything to hide. I guess that's all right. Wow. That is something. Wow. All the cabs are outfitted like that? Uh, Chinese state security agents privately confirmed turning cell phones and listening devices. Well, our government's doing that. Probably not as much as the Chinese, or I hope not. Every chopstick is a microphone. <laughs> wow. Really trafficking in the stereotypes, I see. They, they eat with chopsticks. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> how, 
how long before we have that in America if we don't already in uh, Las Vegas, a New York City, some place where, you know, they got terrorist concerns. Just high-risk areas. Exactly. And it's to keep you safe. It won't ever be abused by an administration to, uh, you know, get political opponents in trouble or anything like that. It's interesting to watch it happening. If it can happen, it will happen. Pretty much guaranteed. Yeah, I'm depressed now. Did we come across that video so we can post it at our website for anybody who hasn't seen it? It's really pretty quite amazing. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it okay. up there. I'm, I'm trying to find a, a good version of it to post. Give us five minutes. Huh. Could a brother a break? Well, the amount of information between hackers hacking into your 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 various accounts and the government working on it, there's going to be so much of your life that it's exposed out there all the time. Yeah, privacy is dead. It is dead. For, for you know, at, at least. Everybody doesn't know everything about everybody. You know, it would hurt dating, for one thing, if they did. I mean, mm. you can put your best foot forward still, but it's eroding. Generally speaking, your neighbors don't take away your rights either, so it's not that big a deal. But, but it will yeah, be privacy abused. Privacy is dying. Yeah. In, unless, you know, something has changed in human nature, it will be abused. See, that's the thing. I don't, I don't see it changing. I don't, I don't, I can't picture what would turn the tide, which is an overused expression, but uh, one that's you know worthy of considering, because it's about like trying to turn a tide, trying to make it go out when it's coming in. It's not easy to do. I don't, I don't know. I just, I feel like a scientist watching some sort of cataclysm and thinking, you know, all right. And as Vince used to say, who cares? I don't care. Most people don't care. Yeah, well, enjoy your prison camps, sheep. Enjoy getting sheared by the government. Oh, sheared is okay. What about when they come up with a taste for mutton? You'll be the one in the prison camp, though, because you're not the sheep. You're going to be in your prison camp yelling at the sheep on the outside. What kind of a deal is that? Well, it's going to be confusing for everybody. They're going to be, th- why is he yelling? I'm happy. I'm out here being a sheep. Bah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Come and take my wool. Once, <laughs> once a month, they grab one of us for our mutton. And and they're never seen again, but it's just one of us. Enjoy your lives, sheep. Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, we got Trump's outraged tweets about reports the Secretary of State called him a moron. We and just heard from the NBC reporter who stands by her story. That's what I hear. By the way, hold on, hold on, everybody. The U.S. will not be wiping out Puerto Rico's $80 billion debt. That is according to the president's own people. Yeah. And here we go. The connection between tea and weight gain. Coming up, and it's from now, Armstrong and Guinea. Wow. Um, oh, God, you're, you're incorrigible. Uh, yeah, I have one question about the uh, re-education camp. Is there a golf course? <laughs> n- n- no. Mm. A golf team? Do you guys, like, use another course and another right. can campus? We, can or? we go play? No. Well, oh, that reminds me. How about the Iranian girl who has quit their chess team and joined our chess team? You yes. heard that story? It's a good one, actually. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. The 
So how about those pictures we've seen in, in from inside that hotel room? The police have no oh. idea how those pictures got out. Is that right? Some German newspaper published them first, and right. then, of course, they, they went around the world on the Internet. But nobody's supposed to have pictures. That's a crime scene. I couldn't believe I was looking at those pictures, that, and I wondered why they released them. They oh, didn't. Yeah, yeah, the sheriff okay. yesterday said, said, we are now, we have a full investigation as to who took those pictures. Now they leaked out. I'll oh, tell no. you who it is. Mage Jack, Bellboys. <laughs> And freaks who carry your bags up to your room. <laughs> but it's almost, it's got to yeah. be, well, it could be anybody, I yeah. suppose. Law enforcement mate or somebody. But somebody got a picture, probably sold it for a lot of money. All yeah. you need is your cell phone. Click, click. You made yourself 50 grand right. selling them to some newspaper. Yeah, I got to text the boss. Click, 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 click. Yeah, yeah. Temptation. Yeah. I'd be the idiot who leaves, like, the sound effect and the flash no! on. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, that happened to my wife once. We were in a convenience store in my hometown, and she heard a click, click, and turned around. Some guy was taking a secret picture of her oh, in the convenience geez. store, which doesn't make you look like a weirdo at all, by the way. But he left his sound on, so she <laughs> we took a picture. <laughs> I already apologized for that, Jack. <laughs> Quit bringing it up. That was weird. Uh, let's get the news now, Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump slamming NBC News after today's statement from Secretary of State Rex Tillerson. Trump tweeting NBC report about Tillerson totally refuted by the Secretary and Vice President Mike Pence. NBC should apologize to America. Trump also tweeting NBC News is fake news and more dishonest than even CNN. Oh, wow. So now we have a hierarchy. Totem pole of liars. They are a disgrace to good reporting. No wonder their news ratings are way down. So you've got got like a squatting Brian Williams atop the head of the sheep-like Wolf Blitzer in the totem pole of liars at the White House. That is kind of a weird situation, though, where you have... You know, a major news organization saying we've we've really we put a lot of time and effort into this months before we came forward to the story. We're certain it's true. And the secretary of state saying it didn't happen. It's kind of interesting. The resignation part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He denies that. Right. Because yeah. when he was the moron thing, he would not. It is not going to dignify that crap. With a response. <laughs> right. right. Uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein's introducing a bill to ban the sale and possession of bump stock equipment and that enables uh, semi-automatic weapons to become automatic. The ATF said the multiple bump stocks were found in the hotel room of the accused Vegas gunman. The ban would go into effect 180 days after the bill's passage wouldn't apply to U.S. federal agencies or departments. So far, she's got 26 co-sponsors for the bill, all of whom are Democrats. But we've also been hearing some Republicans saying, whoa, I didn't know these things even existed. We need yeah. to take another look at that. Right. So uh, this uh, this may go into effect. These bump stocks are an amazingly simple and clever invention that, you know, a gun recoils. It goes backwards when you fire it. Well, a bump stock then shoves it forward just the right amount that your your finger, which is essentially stationary, pulls the trigger again. Right. So you pull the trigger once, and the gun goes back and forth in little increments so that you fire it far, 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 far faster than you possibly right. could Right. with your finger. So it's, it's, again, mechanically speaking, it's incredibly clever and simple. The White House budget director says Puerto Rico should not expect a federal bailout of its deficit even after President Trump spoke of the need to wipe out that red ink as part of the island's recovery after Hurricane Maria. Well, we're going to work something out. We have to look at their whole debt structure. You know, they owe 
a lot of money to your friends on Wall Street, and we're going to have to wipe that out. That's going to have to be, uh, you know, you can say goodbye to that. I don't know if it's Goldman Sachs, but whoever it is, you can wave goodbye to that. Mick Mulvaney telling reporters the administration is going to be sending Congress a disaster aid package that will include money for the U.S. territory, but he says we are not going to be offering a bailout for Puerto Rico or for its current bondholders. It's as if the president just uh, spoke without thinking about it. Or he was playing to the people of Puerto Rico. They would hear that part, that he's on their side. Yeah, yeah, that was a little specific, though. I mean, the art of politics is you give them that feeling without specifically promising to wipe out $80 billion in (laughs) debt. Right. Held by private companies. You know, I'm no great fan of the, the shining lights of honor and democracy that is Goldman Sachs. But, you know... If, if you need money and you say, hey, lend it to me, I'll give you 7.5% right. interest, and they say yes, then, you know, that's the deal. Hey, by the way, the president and the CEO of Wells Fargo was grilled by the Senate Banking Committee yesterday, and it was not pretty. Timothy Sloan, latest CEO to go before the committee nearly a year after the scandal in which Wells Fargo admitted it opened millions of unauthorized accounts for its customers, and that move had toppled his predecessor. Sloan telling lawmakers he's committed to fixing problems, addressing customer and employee concerns, and making the fundamental changes needed for the company to move forward. Democrat Elizabeth Warren wasn't buying it. You enabled this fake account scam, you got rich off it, and then you tried to cover it up. At best, you were incompetent. At worst, you were complicit. And either way, you should be fired. And Wells Fargo was pretty clearly operating a criminal enterprise through and through. Yes. And I don't see how else you would interpret it. This is unbelievable. Uh, alert listener John, formerly of Boulder Creek, California, now Phoenix, Arizona, uh, says, Jack called it. Here's a screenshot of my Wells Fargo app with a link to guess who to monitor his credit information. Ladies and gentlemen, Equifax. So Wells Fargo is working with Equifax to sign you up for their services. That is too rich. Turns out having a spot of tea could help you in your weight loss efforts if you skip adding the milk. Researchers from UCLA found mice who got black tea or green tea extract and ate high-fat, high-sugar diets lost as much weight as mice who ate a low-fat diet and did not take in any tea at all. Oh, God. Now, those who got the tea also had less intestinal bacteria associated with obesity and more microbes linked to lean body mass. Mm. There you go. Point of order. Is iced tea included? (laughs) Yes. So you don't put sugar in it. (laughs) Team tea. I was barely paying attention. So drinking tea will cause me to lose weight? Yes, indeed. Look at Positive Sean. He's a tea drinker. Absolutely. Thin as a reed. Indeed, indeed. Saw a story in the New York Times about how the people of Ghana, the Ghanaians, are getting fat because KFC has showed up there. (laughs) Kentucky Fried Chicken came to them, and now they're getting fat. Yeah, those mashed potatoes, you got to ration those out. You can't just (laughs) put the whole bowl in front of you. You'll eat it all. (laughs) There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. No dang old biscuits. Oh, yeah. Once a year, my wife and I think Kentucky Fried Chicken sounds good. Then we eat it, feel like we're going to die, swear to never do it again. Then about a year later, you know what sounds good? The Colonel. Oh, boy. (laughs) The petering out coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Take me back to when Germany has just rolled out a new law banning hate speech. Isn't that great? Germany is banning hate speech. Yeah. Yeah. The law is... The law's tricky to implement because everything sounds like hate speech when it's spoken in German. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I will give you a soft serve cone. Uh... (laughs) Oh, that reminds me. We really don't have time for this. Uh, Alert listener, Phil. Nice job. Sent us a video of... Yvette Falarka, that that mentally ill, violent uh, Marxist, and her Marxist friends being heckled by a, a legal immigrant, a highly patriotic man who actually gets free speech. And they were trying to hold a, a little press conference, and he's heckling them the whole time. It is fantastic. Don't let me forget. We'll do that tomorrow. Survey about climate change. How much would you be willing to pay per month to reverse climate change? So that insinuates that it's possible to do, right? That this will reverse climate change. It's an interesting measure of concern, though. I like it. Half of Americans wouldn't be willing to pay a nickel to reverse climate change. Oh, golly. Bullshit. Oh, ow. Ow. (laughs) And this was done by the University of Chicago, which is probably the leading economics think place in America, right? And the importance of this is it shows how difficult it's going to be to get any sort of carbon taxes, any of this sort of stuff going in most of the country. Right. Because half the country's unwilling to pay as much as a nickel. I was at my local Chinese restaurant the other day. They got a little dish of candy out there. It says 50 cents for like a Jolly Rancher. Three for a dollar. But uh, so it's not worth a Jolly Rancher at a Chinese restaurant to you. Huh? Wow. Isn't that something? Here's something. You want something? You think that's something, wise-ass? How do you like this? Major American corporation. I don't know why I'm being vague about this. I just Maybe I will be, because maybe I want to get in on it. Um, major American corporation that depends on a crop um, is buying up land rather aggressively in places where it's too chilly to grow that crop right now. But they're thinking it won't be forever. Oh, wow. At a cost of, you know, more money than you and I can comprehend. Wow, interesting. Hedging their bet. And it's just hedging the bet. Mm -hmm. But they're doing it. Find out more at (laughs) AntarcticaPotFarms.com. Yeah, so, you know, you got that. How much time I got, Michael? I don't want to jump into something complex and deep. Uh, About two and a half minutes. As a guy who's wearing a Kid Rock for Senate hat. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to get anything deep and complex. Nice. I don't know. Maybe that taco song again. Two, three, four. Don't we need this more than ever? It sounds fun, but if it did start raining tacos, I think <laughs> I think the humor would be eclipsed by sheer terror pretty quickly. <laughs> it would clog your gutters almost immediately. Well, the confusion. Imagine the confusion. The streets slick with taco meat and sour cream. And just how did this possibly happen? I mean, it would just it boggle the mind. Well, in a taco, having reached terminal velocity falling from the crowds <laughs> would leave you a deep bruise. I mean, at best. 
Skull fractures. You would need a warm front of taco meat to run into an occluded front of shells to start with. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And and you pray for soft shells. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you do. Well, right, exactly. Exactly. The the hard shell tortilla is the hail of the taco storm. (laughs) On this National Taco Day, what's the best uh, fast taco I get it through a drive-thru you can get? My favorite is Jim Boys. Jim Boys. I'm a Jim Maybe. Boys guy. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. Because of that, that like Parmesan cheese on the. Why doesn't anybody else do oh that? Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> I've never had one. It's brilliant. Oh, you've never. Oh, you've never lived. Yeah. Oh, I'll do that today then. Not the not the TB. <laughs> well, you can get the Mexican pizza, which is like a flat taco. It's just a hard shell, but instead of folded, it's just flat, and there's two on each side. Okay. So that's what I normally go with when I go there, though. National Taco Day, ladies and gentlemen. A flat. Taco. It's raining tacos. Yeah. From out of the sky. Tacos. Uh-huh. No need to ask why. Not yeah, I'm going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> How the hell did this happen? It's raining tacos. I mean, this is disturbing. It's really extraordinary that the uh, atmospheric factors would combine that the meat is inside the shell. <laughs> Topped by the cheese and a thin layer of lettuce. And then it would stay together as it fell oh, from the clouds. It's I'm one guessing. in a million. <laughs> Just from a scientific curiosity yeah. standpoint. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. From, from no f- need to ask why. From a physics uh, standpoint, it just well, it seems so unlikely as a climatological <laughs> event. <laughs> oh, boy. That could be our new transition music. Just because it, it wipes your oh, yeah. mind clear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the flashy thing from Men in Black. Yeah. Like, what were we just talking about? Yeah. Let's we got to use this to treat post-traumatic stress and whatever else. After that's, childbirth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that song, is a, it's a painkiller. Use it after surgery. I don't need any oxycodone, Doc. I feel great. Here's our guest announcer for the day. Because all good things must come to an end. Final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. Oh, I like the regal. She That's sounded a little like Eartha Kitt. She did, actually. That's Catwoman. Uh, here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody. Positive Sean, final thought. Uh, yeah, love the segment from today about what to do if you find yourself in one of these horrific situations. A lot of good information from, from that gentleman, Brian McCann. Am I... I got That's the last it. name right. I don't know if the first one was right, but that should be up on the website. Check it out, armstrongandgettyradio.com. Excellent. Marshall Phillips, your final thought. Well, breaking news, Donkey, on the Twitter machine is join Marshall's hernia in a chant. What do we want? More push-ups. When do we want them? Ouch, I'm hurt. <laughs> so uh, I will uh, let you guys uh, know I'll have an important announcement about my Armstrong Getty uh, show sports-related injury coming up shortly. Your injury had nothing to do with the show. Signed to me. Michelangelo, final thought. Yeah, if you're giving your kids, uh, let's say, under 12 years of age, um, hard shells, watch for the sharp edges. They're a killer. Yeah, you can uh, damage your gums. Jack, what's your final thought? Yeah, yippee ki Mother Nature. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the thing we learned today, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this over and over in my brain until it becomes second nature. It's not fireworks. It's never fireworks. It's never fireworks when you hear those noises. It's not a car backfiring. Oh, boy. My final thought. You know, I'm really looking forward to playing that news conference thing uh, for you tomorrow. It delighted my heart. Awesome. And don't we need a little more delight in our hearts? I do. Certainly. Tacos in our belly. 
Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. I mean, it's as if it was snowing lasagna, just the, the unlikelihood of the cheese and the... T- uh, what? Oh, uh, time to wrap things up. So many people, thanks so little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. we got a lot of good links for you. we got chunks of the show you might enjoy sending to your friends. The website's getting less crappy. Hey, we got a section called Hot Links with a hot dog on it. I to, get it. To find the good stuff. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. We apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Then the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Tacos, all you can eat. Lettuce and shells, cheese and meat. It's raining tacos. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.